Hi, this is the Bolster Risk Management Podcast. I'm Don Bush, and I'm dedicated to helping you through your personal insurance and finance journey. I am a financial advisor, and uh, funnily enough, I love all things personal insurance. So, episode 54, protect your biggest asset. What is your biggest asset? Well, look, unless you're Kim, Kim Kardashian and earn a royalty income, your biggest and most enduring asset is probably your ability to earn an income. Most of us have insured our house, possessions, cars, and lives, even our phones. But if you don't have disability insurance, the most important asset you have is still unprotected. Key points for today's session. What are the chances of actually needing to use your disability insurance? How to get it, how to get disability insurance, and some factors that influence the premium. So consider this. If you currently earn 50,000 a year, you're 25 years old, and from now until you're 65, you'll earn somewhere around $2 million. Now, I'm not talking about inflation adjusted and all that kind of stuff. Just simple, simple back of the envelope calculation. That assumes that your income never increases, which it almost certainly will. Now, doesn't that seem like it might be worth protecting? Is your house or car worth $2 million? Most of us don't own a single object worth $2 million. What are the chances of actually needing to use your disability insurance? Well, it ensures your ability to earn an income. Many people hear the word disability and immediately think of an accident. But most long-term disabilities are the result of illnesses, such as heart disease or cancer. In New Zealand, 1.1 million people, or 24%, are identified as having a long-term disability. Just think about that for a moment. Not only that, but four in 10 men and six in 10 women will statistically be off work for 30 to 90 days due to an accident or illness before the age of 65. What about the benefit? Okay, so the benefit in New Zealand, so uh, the government does provide different benefits, uh, but you've got to qualify and it's not always easy to get. Uh, the benefits are provided, uh, they're pretty limited, uh, even for the most frugal people. What about ACC, I hear you ask? Well, if you're an employee, ACC will cover you 80% of your income while you're on claim. But they only cover accidental and road injury. Of all the people who are off work for long term, only 20-25% of those are on ACC. There is a much higher probability of you suffering a trauma or a significant health event that leaves you unable to work. 68% of people between the ages 30 and 70 will suffer, suffer a trauma event. And these are not covered by ACC. So then how do you get disability insurance? Look, large employers typically offer short-term and long-term disability insurance. That's great if you work for a large employer. This coverage is frequently affordable and will cover 50 or 60% of your salary. Uh, the total payout may also be capped. If you prefer or need to go with individual policy instead, which to be honest, most people will, be aware that they can be quite expensive. So there are different types of covers depending on what you need. You can have more flexibility provide to provide what you need. And the cost of an individual policy can vary dramatically. As a rough rule of thumb, expect to pay somewhere between one to 3% of your annual salary to replace up to about 75% of your salary. That's a very rough rule of thumb. Now, some factors that influence or can affect the price of the premium. So the monthly payout. 
Obviously, the more you more money you want to receive each month in the event you suffer a disability, the more your policy will cost. Uh, how the uh, disability is defined. So does it pay if you're unable to do your job? Uh, what if you can work part of the day but not the whole day? Be sure you know what you're getting and what you're paying for. How long is the waiting period? So the third one, how long is the waiting period before you start receiving your payments? The longer the waiting period, the less expensive the policy will be. Now, there is a good reason to have a four to six months cash, cash reserve or a savings or rainy day fund just to help you out. And it's for this type of thing. If you know you've got three months or six months set aside, you can reduce your waiting period and therefore reduce your premiums. Okay, fourth thing to think about. How long is the benefit for? So if you're getting these monthly benefits, how long do you want to receive that? Now, typically, again, it's going to be two years, five years, or through to the age of 65. In some cases, you can go beyond that. However, the longer the payment period, the higher the price. Again, think about your occupation. So number five, what occupation do you do? So some jobs are simply more hazardous than others. Everything else being equal, a construction worker should be expected to pay more than an accountant just because it's a more risky environment. Number six, also cost of living. Some policies cover the cost of living increases as increases go up year by year, maybe by uh, CPI inflation or whatever. And it can make a big difference depending on the length of your disability. Again, if you're getting payments through the age of 65, you want to make sure that's going to track with the cost of living. All right, so disability insurance. Uh, it is the insurance everyone seems to forget about. Uh, it can be harder to get because uh, the underwriters, the providers will look at things much more tightly. They'll look at your pre-existing conditions uh, with more of a, a fine-tooth comb. They'll go through your finances in a bit more detail. But it can be really good, especially for those who are self-employed. But this may also be a really important insurance for you to purchase. Look into disability insurance today. Uh, your future and the future of your family may depend on it. Right, so the usual caveats in place. Uh, none of this constitutes personal advice, as you would have uh, hopefully gathered from the way I talk. I do try and discuss things in generalized terms just to give you a bit more information. The idea that uh, you can take that information and have a better conversation with your advisor. Now, if you don't have an advisor, that's fine. We can help you out. Uh, if you haven't seen your advisor for the last three, four, five, 10, 20 years, that's fine. We can help you out. If you can't remember the name of your advisor, that's probably a good reason to drop us a line and get in contact with us. Always happy to help out. So how do you reach us? Well, bolsterriskmanagement.com. There's ways to link various things and book meetings with me and email and all that kind of stuff. If you can't figure that out, that's fine. Facebook, join us. Uh, I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn. You can uh, hit me up through that. Also, the old-fashioned email, Dominic at brminsurance.co.nz. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, please hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mates, share the love and all that kind of jazz. Uh, if you want to read the article that goes with this podcast or any of the other articles and blogs, have a look at the blog section under the website. Uh, we've got uh, a Your Money Matters seven-day course that you're able to do, and there's a book on Kindle that goes with that. So lots to digest if you want to. Otherwise, to scratch the surface and see where we go from there. Until next time, thanks, guys.